Three, I mean, two. I don't even know why I'm doing one. all this shit. Oh, hey. <laughs> I went live. I know, I know. And I was like, I don't even know why I'm doing this. We don't know. <laughs> we, we, don't, we don't know, do we? It's like, I always think, like, sitting down just having a conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. But just put a microphone in front of you. Yeah. Who can like, just talk for an hour, though? Nobody. Nobody. We're the, there's not a lot of podcasts out there. There's not. No. Not good ones. No. This is the best. It's like Joe Rogan, uh-huh. us, Joe Rogan. That's the only thing, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, here, cheers. Hold yeah. Up, yeah hold up. Hold up. He's not drinking. No, it's me. I'm drinking a non-alcoholic uh, Lagunitas. Yeah. Shout out Lagunitas. I tried it. It's good. It's not bad. Yeah, it's good. I don't know about good, but it's not bad. I mean, like, it is what it is. You know. You know? And uh, and I feel like the asshole drinking booze and ahead of uh, you know in front of him, which he did offer. Shout out Chris. Hey, let me shout out Chris. No, 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 no. He, yeah. Hey, Chris, I'm sober. <laughs> but hey, I appreciate you so much, dude. Uh, our buddy Chris, um, he makes beautiful, beautiful fucking all kinds of things, but specifically these cutting boards. And he he gave me one for free, and. Uh, he also gave me a bottle of his fucking Hard Truth Sweet Mash Rye. Um, shout out Hard Truth. Shout out Chris. It's uncut, it's unfiltered, and it's the new sponsor of Head First Life's Hard Podcast. Is that good? Is that good, dude? I'm getting good at this, dude. Wow, after four years, I'm getting good at this. I'm speechless. Wow. I was there was no going. stutter. There was no... Uh, uh, I'm sober. I swear to God. I swear. Like, my brain is fucking firing on different cylinders. You know, this is day 15 of six months. And <laughs> and you're already reaping the benefits. Reaping. No, you look great. Um, you look great. No, you look great. Let's do this for 20 minutes. You look so goddamn sexy. You look fucking incredible. Oh my God, dude. Um, I'm not sober. I mean, I'm sober right now. You're ba- you like, raw dog life every day. Yeah. Like, you don't drink every day. So, so because my mom will never listen to this, so I'm, I, I get to like... Kind of talk shit about her. I love I love my mom to death. Don't get me wrong, but this is okay. So, my mom and myself, like the reason that I have such a very I would say unique relationship with alcohol derives from her. That's basically all you need to know. The people that know know. The people that don't, let's get to know each other. But I was telling mom about the conversation you and I had uh, on the phone when I was crying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to mention it, but yes, and it and it was um, it was more of I wanted my mom to to know also that like you know like the it I to the point where she, long story short, she and I have had that relationship before when it comes to negative impact of alcohol, yeah, and how it affects other people. And I was telling her because I was hoping that she would she would lay some uh, inspiration that I could then relay to you mm-hmm. and um, saying, and, and so I would go in the backstory, you know, of like, I've never had that issue of substance, uh, substance abuse in the sense of what I feel like Brandon's going through. I abuse it. Um, and, and mom, because, because of you, that's why. And she was just like, yeah, like I figured that, you know, like I, I, I I wasn't comfortable drinking until I was 25, 26. Like I'd never bartended before and I'm a bartender now, you know, it's just, it's weird how that lines up. 
I mean, I, I remember getting in. Basically, I was straight edge, right? I was. Yeah. I didn't the, do anything. Yeah, the triple X's. On yeah, the I, I didn't do anything, and I was just raw dogging. And this was like I probably was still suffering depression. I just didn't That's know so crazy, what, what it was at the time. Good thing you weren't drinking at Bloomington and shit like that. Oh, dude. Or doing something worse. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't afford it. (laughs) I couldn't afford anything. Um, But anyway, so this is what my mom said. um, That, like, she basically worded it in the way that that she understands of using a vice or using a substance to get through life. Yes. Because she's like, I've been there. And then she's like, and Peyton, the same with you. With like, you know, you're taking your antidepressant. It's the same thing. And I was just like. It's not, mom. I was like, wait, what? And she's like, you know, it's like you you rely on this chemical uh, to, to help you through the day. And I was just like, huh, that's not where I expected this to go. Get but, out of my room, mom. <laughs> but yeah. And I was like, well, sure, I guess. In, in, that, in that way. I mean. I guess you could find a parallel. Yeah. But. Uh, not really. And I was waiting for her to, like like I said, drop some wisdom and be like, this is what you need to tell Brandon. Like, you know, I feel like stuff that I would, I, I already told you. It's like, take a day at a time or a moment at a time. You're, you know, like, have a good support structure. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. I told him, it's like, if you wanted to just, like, come over and hang out, like, there, it'd be fine. And, and she's like, she's like, yeah, that's great and all. Um, and, but, like, it made it seem like I felt like, she was thinking that I was holier than thou when it comes to like my own sobriety of like not needing because she like she knows I don't smoke. She knows I, I don't like drink in abundance. Yeah. And she's like, well, you take you take Lexapro. And I'm just like, what the, what the fuck? It's like, OK, you know, you abuse antidepressants, Peyton. You take that 20 milligram a day. I'm never telling you anything again, mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get out of my room. So she didn't have anything for me. No. Best of luck. <laughs> mostly. Yeah. Mostly. Like, hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's not even. It's not even like that. No, it, it's, 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 it's not even that I like depend on alcohol. I just, it was always, I just depended on something. Anything. Some, then that's what I said. It was like, it wasn't like the actual, the actual substance that he, he felt like he was craving. It the was escape. more the escapism yeah. to not. And that's what I was like. That's what I said. I was like, he's feeling things sober for the first time in a long time, maybe. And I get it because... Because I would always feel those things. Those things weren't like new to me. It was just easy to go like... Easy to easy to bypass. Yeah, I could just, I could just go get a bottle of wine or smoke a blunt. That's and, important. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I don't, I don't <laughs> I'm a great friend. I'm a great friend. Cheers again. Yeah, cheers, man. But it was just always easy to go grab something, and then, like, once I could, you know, kind of, like, push that thing, it's just funny at that point. Like, the things that were torturing me would just be funny, because I'd be high, or I'd be fucking drunk, and... It's easier to digest how shitty the world is, or how shitty you're feeling, Mm -hmm. or how hard life is. Making progress, though, dude. That bike ride... Dude, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. I learned a whole shit ton a lot about myself. Did I say that right? Yeah. Shit. You did. No, you did. Shit all over. Yep. It was great. Um, yeah. Uh, if, if you didn't know. Uh, you better know. But if you don't. He, he biked from Marion to Toledo, Ohio. Dayton. 
Dayton's even further. Yeah. Down. My fault. My and fault. Words, that's why you know it was farther. Yeah. 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 Dayton. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 Holy shit. And. Uh, and then and then biked back. Yeah, that was the wildest part. <laughs> Not only did back. he go there, but no, on a on a fixed gear bike, you Dude. came back. Dude. And so, uh, how how difficult was it to? I mean, we can get into like the actual like physical difficulties of it. But how difficult was it to get like logistically, like to get pat? Like, how did you get there? So luckily, um, like, is there an app or is there like a website that you can take to be like, all right, I'm biking here. I'm not taking any, like, I don't want major roads or. Yeah. 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 So, so just, uh, Google maps, um, or shout out Google or Apple maps, whatever, shout out Apple, whatever's on my phone, you know? And, uh, um, yeah, you just type in your destination. I had already booked a hotel. So I just, you know, GPS to the hotel and then you got like your options at the bottom, clicked on bike. And then it's also like you can go even further in depth and be like, okay, no uh, busy roads. So it, the first 65 miles was the Greenway, the Greenway straight. And then, and then after that, it's just zigzagging country roads. I mean, I didn't see cars rarely. Yeah. Like every once in a while, a car would pass me. But I mean, I was out, you know, it would maybe be a house every You're out in mile. the sticks, yeah, man. You were out yeah, in the sticks. And here's the fucked part, dude. I didn't check the weather. (laughs) (laughs) So right when I got the greenway, I'm like maybe 70 miles in. I still have 40 miles to go. And, uh, chump change, dude starts fucking sprinkling at first. Okay. And then you're like refreshing. Yeah. This is refreshing. I'm hot. This is great. Yeah. Well, it didn't last long. And then, uh, the wind on a single speed bike, uh, is not easy if you didn't know. And also all the hills in Ohio. And then it started downpouring. My phone got wet. GPS fucked up. Didn't know where I was. Didn't know where I was going. I was out in fucking, dude, I saw more horse and buggies than I saw cars at one point. And just fucking mounds. Fucking out here in Amish, dude. I'm sitting there fucking swerving swerving moon pies. Moon pies, dude. Yeah, swerving. Did Amish stop and talk? No. They should have. They should have been like, brother. They waved. Oh, awesome. Yeah, Yeah, that's great. They did. They did wave. I didn't know they waved. <laughs> <laughs> they know that. I thought. Yeah, I didn't know they knew that. It's like that's a pretty Western civilization exactly. custom waving. Like, wow. There's no waving anywhere else in the world except here. I was like, wow, they're really evolving. They're on the King's Island, they're fucking waving. It's great, dude. <laughs> they're fucking riding the fucking beast. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Only wooden coasters, though. They don't do metal. Only <laughs> wooden coasters. Stick to your morals. Like, either fucking... Don't, they got flashers on the back of their bike. Dude, they're... Come on. So, the, the ride there, I was feeling real determined, feeling really good. There, even during the rain, I was like, this is the challenge I wanted, dude. This is fucking Yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah. You're feeling it. Yeah. Feeling it. And then, I get there. Um, I hop in the shower, dude. Best shower of your life. Best shower. I'm beat up. My hands are prunes. Yeah. My feet are prunes. Like, my right knee started... That's when, like, the first of my right knee pain started. Which is the one that I fucked up the last in college when I was playing football. College football, everybody. Yeah, yeah shout out uh, college football. And then, um... And then I walked over to good old Waffle House. Fuck. Had a fucking, uh... Was it the All Star Skillet? Or Fuck the, yeah, yeah, dude! Were you just <laughs> yeah. smash? Did you yeah. smash it? Yeah. I was the only one in there, and they were mad I came in. But it was I'm like, fun. it's not like they're closing. They're open 24 hours. Yeah, I know. You know, I tipped her fucking 
eight bucks on a $12 bill. I was like, you know, you're being mean to me, but here, I hope you feel bad about this. She looked at it and just put it in her pocket and just went and ate her own fucking skillet. It's fine. I don't care. Shout out fucking Becky or wherever the fuck. Yeah, dude. Out. Like, I don't give a shit, honestly. So then I uh, I laid down. This is it's probably like only like 7 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's that Saturday. It's that Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, the day before Labor Day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, two days before. Well, yeah, Labor Day whatever. is Monday, you know, the yeah, but of. the weekend of people are you know out drinking, having a good time. They are. They yeah, are yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And I had just started my sobriety. Yeah, because we podcasted the week before. Right. Yeah. Yep. And was I sober then? Okay. It was the first day. The oh, last podcast yes. was the first day. I called you that night. That you called me that night after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because we were like, all right, well, you know, I'm taking off. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, yeah, I'm good. And I was like, all right, man, I'll, I'll text you when I get home. And then <laughs> and you're on a walk. Just like, <laughs> fucking fuck. <laughs> oh, no, I'm with my own thoughts. Because you, you're FaceTiming me. And I'm just yeah. like, I got to answer this. Yeah. And I was like, hey, buddy. And you're like, not doing too good. <laughs> and I was like. Yeah, dude. It, I know. I know. Like, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. It was, uh, yeah, and then <laughs> it was hard. So, so anyway, I, got you, a, I yeah. watched the uh, Notre Dame Ohio State game, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to fall right asleep. And I just couldn't fucking sleep. Because I always smoke weed right before I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't sleep. And then finally, I did get to sleep. And anyway, I was getting very anxious laying there. So I was like, you know, I had, you know, a lot of people offer like hey man if you can't do it i'll come get you and i'm like all right i appreciate it but you're basically the same. like you're saying the you're setting a precedent of saying like you're not gonna do this yes exactly you're not gonna do this maybe some of them were like actual no they know i'm riding my bike 215 miles they don't think i can do it which i understand i didn't know if i could do it it was a kind gesture, but it's still sure. lingering behind. I know what you're. Treating. It's like a veiled, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. hey, just let you know. It, when you can't do it, call me. <laughs> yeah, when you can't do it, call yeah. me. And uh, which I'm not taking anything away from the gest- like the gesture of it. it's very sure. kind. Um, sure. But my dad, the worst of it all, is just like 50 times. Hey, man, I'll come get you. Like seriously, over and over again. I'm like, Dad, I appreciate it, but I'm going to fucking do it anyway. Thoughts get started. I'm laying there in my shitty hotel room and I'm just like, I'm not, I don't know, dude. Like, my knee hurts. Like, uh, it's supposed to rain. Like, I already know it's supposed to rain the entire day. And I was like, I, there's, fuck, dude. So I'm just getting, starting to have a panic attack. And eventually I go to sleep and I wake up and I'm not nearly as sore as I thought I'd be. I stretched a lot that night. I stretched in the morning. I was just like, all right, man. I, I have, and I looked at the radar and I was like, I got four hours before the rain comes. I got to get at least to the greenway because if my phone gets wet again, like I don't want to deal with that. That was horrible. Like I was literally, so how, how did your phone come? Like I found a park, like I kept riding on this road, hoping that, that you'd find some like shelter yeah, of some I sort. I did. I found, I found a town and I found like a little park with a shelter and I sat there for maybe like a half hour and just let my phone dry and I stretched and like I had little snacks that I'd eat. Gushers. I wish I was smart. <laughs> Sugar, <laughs> yeah. And then you yeah. crash. You're yeah, like, M&Ms. dude, good. fuck yeah, the best, the yeah. goat. Anyone that says any other M and M's better, peanut no. are the best. But uh, peanut M M&M and then peanut butter. Oh, dude, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe just handful of both. We'll get. I think you just blew my mind. I know, dude. dude. So I go to bed, wake up. Um, I get, I get going. I go over, there's a mire across. So was there like, like that moment, like where you, you like get on your bike and you're like, 
here we go. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. like, all right. Yeah. yeah. And I did most of it with no music, nothing. Which was even worse. Yeah. Um, did you have, like, a battery that you brought? Like a, I had a like little a, portable boy. Okay, yeah, okay. Because yeah. it kept, I mean, my phone yeah. was getting dragged. With the GPS on, it was just draining yeah. fast. Um, so I went over to Meyer, got me a coffee, and, like, uh, like a Lunchable. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Fuck yeah, like, dude. Uh, like the fancy Lunchables with, like, the hard salami. Oh, okay. Not the... $4 Lunchables. Instead of, like, the two ninety nine. Yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. With, like, the nuts in them and stuff? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, dude. And then, uh, now I hit the road, and... What sucked was the. Now I'm going all the hills at the beginning of it, which was actually probably for the best. I would not have wanted to hit that later on in Indiana, but um, so I got through that, and then uh, no rain, <coughs> no rain the entire time. But I got I got to the point where I was 50 miles from home, and do my right knee. I was I was pedaling with my left leg only, like I was keeping my right leg on it, and I was just and you were just pushing extra, extra with, with your left. left. Cause my right knee just kept seizing up and that I did stop and stretch. And I made a video. That's one of the videos I posted on Instagram. I was just like, I watched it. Yeah. Oh, like, this yeah. fucking yeah. sucks. Yeah. And, uh, honestly, like a lot, a lot of people I don't even really talk to actually mostly people I don't even talk to like responding like, Hey man, just, you got this, keep going and shit. And like, that shit really does help a lot. Especially when you're doing it for nothing. Yeah, there's no gain. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like it's it is for something. Yeah, like it's for you. But there's yeah. But 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 yeah, I know what you mean. I know. What there's you mean. and I knew there was no shame in just calling somebody, and I didn't. And uh, yeah, dude, I just fucking limped my way home. I got home. But when I looked at your, because you posted your, um, uh, what's the app called? Strava. The, Strava. Yeah. The the time differentials were both even. Like if you have the same pace. Yeah, your pace was yeah. like, yeah. Like there wasn't like uh it, it wasn't an increase because knowing you're going home, it's different than going there. Because you're you're like, okay, you made your goal, but now you gotta come back. Yes. And so it's different. It's a different vibe. Different. It's a different vibe. Marty beats a shit. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, I have to do this all the way back and I'm just going back home. Like there's a necessity of getting back. Because that's part of it, but it's a di- like your adrenaline or whatever is different going going to your, your yeah destination. You're all up, yeah, you're, you're like I'm doing this. I'm gonna get it, and then and it's almost like a high that you that you come down from when you yes, get there. 110. percent And then you're like, fuck. Now it, it's like the realization of like I have to go back now. It's completely. That's different. why I started having like anxiety. The, yeah, yeah, about it. yeah, for sure. Like, oh no, for dude, sure. Like I'm here alone. Yeah. Oh fuck, but. The way back, um, well, there and back, but on the way back, there was this road that was on for a while. It's called uh, Euphemia Castine Road, and I'll never fucking forget it. I was, I remember it was, I don't know, I don't remember what mile it was at. It was enough to where I was fucking exhausted, and uh, I just kept screaming at the top of my lungs, Euphemia Castine Road, just chanting it. Over, I was losing my goddamn mind, dude. Sure. And, and then, uh, I don't know, I probably got like 40 miles to go. And I just started fucking... Because I'm, I'm, I'm in my thoughts the entire time. Yeah. So I'm like breaking things down. Like the whole time, I was just breaking myself down to myself. And like the people in my life. And why I do things I do. And just everything. Really fucking diving deep. Therapy session style into myself. 
And then I just started like crying and I started crying hard. And then I was crying so hard that the sounds were funny to me. So then I'm like crying and laughing hysterically. And I don't know. I felt like right then I just like hit this breakthrough. Like, dude. Yeah. Something oh, happened. Man. Something happened. Yeah, yeah for fucking, sure. It was, it was great. It was, it was uh, one of the best experiences in my life for myself. Mm-hmm. Cause like, it, it would, yeah, it'd been easier if I had somebody there with me. Like, hey man, come on, let's keep going. Like, let's pick it up. You know. And, but no, you were yeah. just doing it. You were doing it. it. Yeah, just doing it. And I did it. And I think I think that's a good. It's like a litmus test of like, especially like you and I've already I've already like told you that like. I've always thought with whatever you set your mind to, you just do it because that's out of like all of my close friends, like, like Chris does it too. But I mean, like you just do it. Right. And so when there's nobody pushing you, there's nobody doing it. And it's like your own self will putting yourself through the, the agony of being, you know, drenched in rain and the wind pouring, you know, it's, yeah. And you're like, I can only rely on myself, but really what, it, what I think it should if you if you didn't notice this about yourself, it's just like it should solidify more that it, like you have what it takes to do it. Yeah, with whatever with whatever you do. I mean, last time we podcasted, you're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do stand up again, and you did. And um, yeah, I mean, just like something like that. Like it doesn't have to be uh, your your biking to Dayton. It should just be like this is what I'm yeah. gonna do and then do it. And the that's fast, the that was diets, the, that was the... the like the big talking point that we had last time is just like do it like who cares just do it and i and i and i feel like that you're still sticking true to it and i i mean i am too i'm just doing it like i'm just doing it and it feels good to just like not worry about what other people are saying or thinking and just like what 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 do i want exactly what do i that's want that's the whole fucking place. like I, you're allowed to be selfish you have to be selfish you're you, allowed to you, be you have to be like what i'm learning so much is you have to be selfish to be able to be there for people. And that might sound contradictory, but that's it. Yeah, you did. Um, I'm not, I'm not telling you, you did. (laughs) You fucking did, bud. (laughs) But like, you have to be a hundred percent there for yourself before you can be there for anybody else. You can't, there's no other way around it. Like you have to take care of yourself first before you can take care of somebody else. Cause if you're not, then you're constantly, you're just lying to yourself. You're just constantly relying on somebody else. And like, I spent my entire life being a liar, being somebody that would, you know, say I'm going to do something and then maybe half-assed do it and then just, you know, lie about the rest of it. And dude, there's so much shame in that. There's so much, uh, you know, then you start to hate yourself and then you're taking it out on other people, your girlfriend, your friends, your family. And it just builds up and then it's constant anxiety, it's constant depression. And if I'm going to be anything in this world, I'm going to be a fucking person that does what he says he's going to do. If I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And that's it. That's it. That's my, that's my life is I'm, and that's why I'm such an extremist is because I spent so much of my life being in my own eyes, a piece of shit, you know, a liar, a manipulator, whatever the case may be. And no, dude, I ain't doing that anymore. And I think it, it probably all started with, you know, with uh, you here and the carnivore diet. And I think that's really what started, you know, that was like my first transition into doing something abnormal. 
like, oh, you're a vegetarian for five years and you're trying to do 30 days carnivore. And it just kind of just started building from there. Little fast, little blah, 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 blah. But still being, still not being true to myself during those years. And I'm just now really starting to figure out like, yeah, I think what what you've what you've gone through has been a, uh, I mean, as cliche as like, I mean, it's a breakthrough. Yeah, of like your own ability to to I I, I mean like because like what you're saying right now is just like so extremely profound that without without knowing you as a person, like I know what you're saying. Like anybody else would be like, okay, great, but like me knowing you and like being like extremely close to you you've seen it all i've seen it all and like but like the your ability to to think and reason why those things are happening and like i mean that's huge i mean that's fucking crazy thank you thank you and then that's why sobriety was next because i was still hiding you know i was was getting i knew i was getting progress but it's like dude you're still holding yourself back. You know, and I'm, I'm going to drink again. I'm going to smoke again. And it's like, it's not forever, but it's just another challenge, another part of it. But what about you, dude? How are you? <laughs> I think what you're, I, I, what you were saying about one of my, one of my biggest things that I gravitate towards other people, um, because I try to hold it. I do try to hold myself accountable mm-hmm. with what I, what, with what I say and then the actions that follow. Yeah. I do. I, uh, it, that's really hard to do. And it's easy to say one thing and do something differently. And I, I'm, I'm very guilty of that as well. I can we say, I can say one thing, but what I really gravitate towards and people, and I think maybe why I gravitate towards you is that saying something and doing it without Without doing it, the words are fucking nothing. That's all I ever used to be. And that, and I, and I do that, and I do that, and <clears throat> like when you were asking me like how far I did today, it was like four miles. Like I could say five. Yeah. Or like just like little things like that, but like no joke, I did four miles, but I did more because my 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 thing didn't kick on until hey, later, yeah. and so. But I'm like, listen, I'm gonna do four. Then I know I'm doing more. So I'm just going to say four. Exactly. And, but I did more. You know, it's like something like that. It's like... You know what I tell myself every morning ever since uh, the last 15 mornings since I started sobriety? I wake up and I say, I'm not going to lie today. I'm not going to lie today. I'm not going to say five when it was fucking four. You know, like little things. like little Because things. all that shit adds up. It adds up. And it makes your ability to continue the facade, the lie... It makes it easier for the next thing, which might be more potentially harmful for someone or something or you. You know, it's like when pe- that's like I said, that's like my my number one attraction in people to people is you follow through with what you say because like I want to believe you, I I do like I want that. It's easy for me to believe you. Yep. But if you don't follow through. And, and I want that so much because like, I realize that for myself that I, I, I can, I, I will shortcut if I can. Yes. And I'm trying really hard not to. 
and I'm not saying I'm perfect in a lot of things. Like I'll still, uh, you know, I'll still be like, okay, I did so good. I can allow myself to do this and maybe not push myself as hard. Right. You know, like we all have that voice, that little fucking bitch ass voice in our head. That's like, and it's like, yeah, and it's <laughs> no, for real, yeah, for real. Be like, okay, well, uh, you know, you did good today, kid. You yeah, you did good. You know, like just kind of chill. I'm like, why? Why am I? Why am I telling myself to relax yep. when there's other th- stuff that I can do? It might not be like working out, sure, but it could be like I don't know, cleaning, or it could be um, reaching out to somebody, or fuck like one of my favorite things to do that I know for me like my I love I could and I've done it before uh, and I, I I could just sit there and like watch YouTube yep. and then you're like four hours later I'm still sitting there and there's like an, an anxiety that builds up with that yeah there's because a- yeah because yeah there oh there for sure for sure and so there's been so many times um that I have to like be like get up, just get up, like go do like go do anything, anything, anything. Go for a walk. Yeah, and that's honestly when I first started exercising. That that's what was the catalyst. Be like, why am I wasting my time on my days off yep. where I could be doing something? And my initial jump to to trying to be healthier was what was that? Be like, oh, I'm fucking sitting here. And honestly, another thing, as weird as it is, is getting this watch and and being like, looking at like how how much idle time I have. Yeah. Like, you didn't stand yes. up for three fucking hours. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus Christ. And I feel like I was doing a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, oh God. There was a there was a span. It's, there's a lot of things that I can blame blame it on. I can blame on outside factors of. Like, oh, my depression was was unchecked or I wasn't happy and um, it was cold out and stuff like that. And I will I will already admit that, like, I'm not looking forward to the weather change because no. because like yesterday I, I when I when I was out uh, exercising, I was like, fuck, it's cold. It's like you can always tell, like, when I'm cold, when my when my birthmarks on my hand, they turn purple. Really? Yeah. And so and I was Are like, well. Million? Yeah, basically on that part. And I was like, well, time to warm myself up. So I just started like running. And fuck yeah. And so there's, um, I still feel like I can do more. And that's the thing. It's like the, the, like there's on the, on the Apple Watch, there are milestones that you, that you hit. And like, for example, um, I will show you, I'll show you one that I, I just got. Um, so like there's monthly things and like as cheesy as like having an Apple watch helps you, but if, if that works, then go for it. And, and I feel like it's helping. So, um, there's like, you get, you get awards and stuff, right? So, um, whoops, I didn't mean to fucking screenshot that. Yeah. Basically they're gym badges. They're like fucking Pokemon. And so, um, like you you, you have like monthly challenges right so each month there's a challenge that 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 you get and so for for this month um it's like you for last month you burned 41,035 calories last Fuck month yeah. and it's like this month burn 43,000 and make so, it more, yeah. and make it more and you get this and uh and like the august challenge for me was uh 
get your exercise goal 19 days out of the month. And that, that was fine. And then like July was get your total move goal, which is like what your full, full move goal yeah. for 21 days. And I did that. And, um, and so, uh, but like the, the big one was I like just hit a uh, hundred move goals, like a hundred days. Oh, shit. So, and then like, I look back and I'm like, man, and you can see like they do trends of like your health and stuff. And one of the things like I, I'm realizing more now is that like, I just, I used to want to nap every day. Mm-hmm. I don't want that no. anymore. No. Like, I don't want to just like sit around and as cliche as that sounds and fucking exercise in movement and like how I feel. So like, I was just like raw dog in my feelings until I started taking Lexapro and then I wasn't doing anything else. I was just expecting that to be my cure all. And I still feel, I still felt it. Like I still was like, man, I'm, I'm not as happy as I used to be, but like today now I feel better than I have because I'm, I'm all for people taking SSRIs or I'm all for people doing something to like make them feel better. But it's like, that's not the only thing that you can do. I feel like SSRIs are meant there to help you then continue and then like, like add to it to make it better. It's not the complete package. It's not at all. And so, um, so yeah, like I don't feel, I don't feel stagnant right now. I feel like I'm, I, my, my, I'm the ability to to continue physically, like I I set goals for myself. Like I want to continue. I want to be able to get two miles under. Right now, my goal is to do two miles, twenty minutes, so ten minute a mile, and I'm really close. Yeah, I'm like super close, and I'm like I'm almost there. And to the fact that like I could at one point when I was first starting this, like I could, I could barely run two blocks without being so fucking gassed. And so winded and being like so, you know, just like that feeling. And I'm like, man, two blocks is really like two blocks, you know? And then building to be like, I can run, uh, I can run almost a full mile now without stopping. Yes. Fuck yeah, dude. A full mile. And I don't think in my entire life, even when I was like into sports, like heavy, I don't think I could, I could run a full mile. And that's my next big one. It's like, I just want to be able to run a full mile. Yeah, I might be gassed at the end of it. But you did it. But I did it. It's so, it can get very discouraging because like, I think a lot of, you know, we grew up in a time where here's the five easy steps to six pack abs or yeah, was, dude, it was like, it was, it was men's health. Yeah. Like vibes and just it, thrown at and you. And when somebody tells you, okay, go out and run three blocks and then you run and you're like oh my god oh fuck dude this is horrible and then it's like okay well you're gonna have to do this for six months before you're like oh and then people are like six months fuck that 100 (laughs) percent. that's been like another thing because like it gaining weight that's that's not an overnight thing that is a repetitious thing that you are doing every day yep. and i don't care about like the whole the woke weight movement that's fine like i if you're happy with who you are it's not even a thing it's yeah, like not it's, healthy so what's i mean it, there you go fuck, Ju- fuck juxtaposition that. of of, <laughs> of two best friends it is more of you don't you didn't gain all the weight 
overnight. So why do you expect to lose it that quickly? Exactly. You know, it's like, that's another thing that's helped me. It's like, okay, I want to get down to 300. Um, that's a lot. And then I want to eventually get to 250. That's even more. I didn't get there though. I like, it took years to get to where I am now. So why would I think that like six months of, it's going to be where you want to be. Yeah, it's not. And like, there, like, sure, you could feel that setback. You like, you get on the scale, you feel like you had a great week and you want to like see maybe a few pounds lighter and you don't, that doesn't mean it's not, but that's where people get very discouraged. Yeah. That's where it's like, oh, well fuck this. And uh, that's a very good point. Cause again, to like, uh, to make that. Cause I think like the discouragement is a, a, pe- a reason why people go back to their habits because then, then like what has made me feel better, uh, that's something that I can control. Be like, Oh, you're getting fucking pizza King or, you oh, know, like, oh, you know what I mean? Like just like something like that. Like my mouth is fucking yeah. Powder. And it's like, Oh, then eat the whole pizza. And then you feel worse than you did. But in that moment you're feeling great. Cause everybody's, all, everybody's obsessed with instant gratification. Oh my God. Oh, that, oh, no. Dude. That yes. Like yeah. this right here. Uh, you guys can't see it, but it's, it's a, it's a strawberry cream breeze. I'm 30 years old smoking strawberry cream, but um, no, it is instant gratification, but I think that there's like other things that weight loss and like health or mental health, uh, figuring out who you are, that isn't, that's not an instant gratification. That's why people struggle so hard because I will say that everything, everything that is piped to you right now, whether that be social media, whether that be through your job, whether you want instant results. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's normal. But 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 that I'm not saying that that's not that's not like reasonable to feel that way, because of course, yep, like everything is. You see everybody's best foot forward, unless you know that person. Yes. So you expect that like you don't see the fucking hour, you don't see the 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 combined almost twenty hours of biking no. or you uh, of like one trip. It. You get my being trying to be silly. Be like, I'm home. I made it. Yep. I hear me at the hotel. Or like something like you didn't see me do six miles, uh, and like the it's just like you don't see that shit, no. and it's fine. I want to say like my, and I told you I think on the last podcast that you and I were talking, I would get self conscious about people looking at me, yeah. especially being a small town. Like people just stare. And I would feel like insecure running because I know I'm bigger and like, like, oh, look at this fucking asshole trying to, trying to mm-hmm. be better. Yep. You know, like, oh, he's trying to lose oh, weight, but look, look, look how big he is. Look how big he is, but he's still running. And then you realize those people don't mean anything. Nothing. They mean nothing. And so now I stare back at him. Like, like, you're just like, be like. Bark at him. Hit yeah. Him. <laughs> now, and it, but, but it's like that. It's like. This is like, and it goes against everything that I love. I love being a negative Nancy. <laughs> I, I do. That, that's like, I think part of being funny and like being a comedian or comic, you're able to, to, to be negative, like have that outlook. And we still, we still can be. Yeah. yeah like I'll, I'll, I'll talk shit about anything. Yeah. I don't care. But when it comes to that, like, I, I think it's more of training my brain to partition what I really care about are the people that I do care about having their 
my best interest in their heart. Everything else is just noise. But it's noise. And it's like, in the grand scheme of things, they're seeing me fucking sweat and breathe hard and like running and trying to run. And like, who the fuck cares? Like, I'm still doing it. Yeah. Like, I'm still fucking doing it. You're still going to go back to their life and you're going to go back to yours. It doesn't fucking matter. But circling back to what you were talking about, like, the thing into the big picture, like, uh, with weight loss or really anything, um, when you look at, when you look at the end result, when you look at 250 pounds, when you look at whatever it is, you know, uh, you know, looking at the map, knowing that I got 80 miles to go to get home, you got to fucking take a magnifying glass of that shit and you got to fucking zoom in on it and not worry about anything other than what's inside of that vision. You cannot... You can't look at 250 pounds. You can't look at Marion, Indiana and be like, you can't look that far away because that's when you get discouraged. That's when shit is the fan. You got to worry about, okay, what's the next five pounds? What's well, I think, I, yeah, no, no, no. That's a great, that's a great point. Yeah. Because, well, and it's same with your sobriety. Yeah. I it's like, think of March. You're thinking about today. I got to think about today. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Gotta, and I'm trying to be and so that, present. And I think people don't want to be present. No, that they want to escape. <laughs> You want to escape. And I think that, yeah. Either you're anxious about the future or you're fucking worried about the past. And you can't do anything about either one. So what the fuck are you torturing yourself for? It doesn't matter. Even And then if you slip up, say you slip up and you don't go run that day or you go eat a bunch of bullshit. That's even more discouraging because then you're just like, oh my God, this fucked up three weeks worth. No, you didn't. It, you didn't. You didn't. You didn't. So don't sit there and let that voice in your head make that because that's when your voice is like, well, you know. And I think that's like the the mental strength. It's like yes. okay, like you don't have to be you don't have to be fucking Dwayne the Rock Johnson perfect, no. and then having your eight thousand calorie cheat meal. Yep. You just like take care of the day, like take care of like yep. today. If you, you fuck it, up tomorrow, it, then you worry. Then we'll get back on track. Get back on track. That's it. So there's really like no time frame, right? No, it's the rest of our lives. It's the rest of our lives. That's the thing that people also don't fucking think about is it's forever. It's forever. It's not, (laughs) it's the whole, the whole picture is when I die. Like, and I got to fucking focus on today. I got to focus on tomorrow when it is tomorrow. And it's just got to carry itself forth like a fucking chain, dude. And it's just got to get me eventually i'm not worried about eventually though right now right now i'm with you with this microphone i got my knockhog beer you got your bourbon we got our vapes that's it nothing else matters i don't care what's going on with my phone i don't care what's about work i don't care about the dolphins even though shout out dolphins they did kick that ass dude they fucking killed it everything is about right now always and that's so hard i can sit here and say these words and it's you know yeah, I'm thinking about maybe uh, who messaged me, but it can't. You. That's why I've also been trying to meditate because that's just all teaching you how to stay present in the moment. And basically, the idea of meditating is let those thoughts come in, push them back, push them back out. You know, you start to focus, try and focus on your breath. When you lose your breath and you start thinking about all the shit we always think about. Say, okay, I accept that, I thought that. Now let me get back to my breath. <laughs> and it doesn't... It's not easy, and I you always fuck up, but it's it's the idea of that for for life, if that makes sense. It does. I, I know a lot about it. Um, 
so <laughs> funny story. Uh, Esther's dad, George, is uh, basically what you would consider a yogi. Just I, fig- I could have, I could have guessed. That. Sure, sure. <laughs> and great guy, uh, very unique, very eccentric, uh, but great guy. And um, I remember he would he would portion out times of his day an hour, maybe two hours of meditating where you, you did not see him. And really? he did that his entire life. He's done that his entire life. That's pretty dope. He meditates in the garden that, that he has. And, <laughs> but like coming yeah, from like a fucking Harvard city yeah. kid where, you know, like I'm, eat, I, I'm eating fucking zebra cakes and pizza rolls and like this, Fuck. this guy's, that exists and I want to throw rocks at him just for the way like that but like yeah 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 <laughs> like imagine being I mean he he oh. he hosted retreats the whole nine yards man and so like I know that existence and I I would always be because like it's my own Nate my personal nature to like what I was saying earlier I'm still gonna make fun of it I'm so, I like make fun of it yeah. but like I admire it yeah, I'm but still like make fun of it. I want to make fun of it fuck and be yeah. like, fuck you. Like, yeah, what, you, get, what up. you get the fuck up, dude. <laughs> and he would just do it. And no. And I'm just like, fuck, man. Like, part of it is like, I, I make fun because I'm insecure about it. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. But Bro, go inside and do that shit. Yeah, don't do like, you're sitting around like these lily pads and like your own, like, your own, like, a terrarium and fucking your, your water. And you're just like, blissing uh, out. And you come back a different person, and yeah, and like I just I stretch every morning and I stretch at night before bed, and like that's when I just take five minutes, try and focus on just my breath, and try and get those thoughts out of my head, and like it's crazy because you'll get a few seconds, and you're like, oh shit, I was there, yeah, I was in some sure, different sure, zone sure. for a second. I can only imagine actually being able to harness that. Still gonna make he, fun he, of you, dude, he but, does. But he, he does. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, yeah. And so it's, it's like it's, it's it's the same thing. It's like um, normally um, I listen to music or um, normally that that's what I do when I when I exercise. I listen to music, but there's that moment where I I don't, and I'm I'm just like thinking about how I feel. Like my breathing when I'm when I'm out, yep. and I I I listen to music all the time. Like my entire day is full of it, mm-hmm. or I have something playing because like it's is escapism is what you were talking about is like feeling it. It's like it's like consuming media when you're consuming media when you're consuming media. It's like you want to prevent a thought to happen. Oh, it's what it is. That's what social media is for me. Shout That's, out Trailer Park Boys. Shout out Trailer Park Boys, just playing it. Like I'm not even watching it. I've already seen the episode 800 times. I don't know. I like I I know what's gonna happen, but it's it's in the background. And then I'm like fucking on TikTok or yep. Instagram. It, it's preventing me to feel what I really am supposed to feel, or thinking about what I really need to think about and doing it. And I'm just like, it's that it's that separation right there. Like don't get me wrong, I love listening to music. But I use it as a crutch, and I'm just now saying it, that I use it as a crutch so I don't have to think. Yeah. 
I'm like, uh, my entire way here, listen to music. I'm not, I'm not thinking about anything, just listen to music. Well, the songs we listen to, they're saying it for us anyway. Yeah, that's for sure. That is for fucking well, I sure. Crash, you uh, yeah, I haven't listened to Peep in a while. I haven't. I haven't. And I like uh, the kitchen will be playing uh, at work. Will a Peep song will come on? I'm like, fuck. I still I'm love it. Peep. I do. I I'm still love it. Peep. And I can like hit them with every word that yeah. comes out. And they're like, you listen to Lil Peep, and I'm like, used to. Get it together, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Take Lexapro, you fucking yeah. loser. Fucking loser. It's interesting what you what we do as people to, uh, to like we should be our own comfort zone and our own like our own not worst enemy but like our own critic critic wow look at me dude yeah no for sure for sure like we should like our body knows and like our head knows like that it's so funny I used to like put things off like doing things because like I didn't want to deal with it and it like it ended up being like I, I would take five minutes and it'd be done you know like oh, and you're, you're agonizing it for yeah. like hours and yeah. days oh wow, like, I got it done that was easy yeah like it wasn't as bad as I thought it's so fucking weird it's like I've been the person who's like man this is like I'm so fucking sad I don't feel like doing it and that I don't want to say it's not an excuse because everybody's pain is different and it's there's levels to it and it's, it's all oh, unique yeah, yeah, in its yeah. own but just fucking get up and do it like as simple as it is as simple as it is to say just fucking do the thing that you don't want to do but that also delves into what you were saying earlier about your words matching your actions there's a lot of people that like I don't deal with anymore because their words never match yeah. their actions so then it almost like is a security blanket be like okay well then I'm just avoiding it because I've seen time and time again that the, uh, A does not ever equal B. Ever. Ever. There's that disconnect. I'm getting there. And yeah. But but with you, like I've never thought, I've never thought in my entire existence of knowing you that whatever you said does not happen. And like that's so refreshing. And I think that's why like my core group of friends have always been really good at that. Yeah. And I... You gotta keep around. Like, I I really, like, admire that about you. Well, thank you, baby. I do. I really fucking do. It's incredible. And because, like, there's never been a time where, like, (laughs) where you've said something and I've been like, oh, okay. You know, like, (laughs) never. Like, in my entire, like, and I do that all the time. I do that with me. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, like that's yeah, my yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. that's my go to. And like, <laughs> yeah, I just and it's like it's it's admirable because there's things that you do that I want for me, and not even like the the idea of fasting or the idea of biking no, two hundred miles. A crazy. But 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 it's just it's it's so it's not that, but it's just that. That that mental strength, like I admire you fucking doing uh, uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Mm-hmm. Admirable as fuck. Do I want to do it? Not really. Come on down. But like, but like you just doing it and putting yourself through. I think that's why I'm what I admire the most is like you put yourself through these trials, and you just you say you're gonna do it and you fucking do it. And as much as I listened to like the last episode, is like. 
it's so easy to just be right here, right now saying, this is what I'm going to do. Yes. And then don't do it. Yes. It's easy. It's so fucking easy. Especially- I just said it. I just said it. I'm going to go to Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. <laughs> nope. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. But I said I, I would like to. We can go. Let's go. Come on. I want to go. How do we get there? You want to drive? I'll drive. Okay. I'll be done. Will we jump off? <laughs> Dude. That's not how I could go. Dude, so I watched this video and I was going to send it to you, but I didn't. The because... guy survived jumping off? Yes! He got saved by the seal or the sea lion? The f- n- No. Are we talking San Francisco? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so, like, the percentage of people that jump off the Golden Gate Bridge, 99% die. Yeah, you get that 1%. It's like, oh, my back! And so this guy was like, he said that... Uh, the moment he let go, dude. The moment! The moment he was like, I, no, 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 I fucked up. Dude, did you? And then, but the only, he said the only saving grace was a, so that like, this, this fucked me up. I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah. This fucked me up. I know. Okay, so, so the guy jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge. To kill himself. To kill himself. Not for fun. Not for fun. To kill himself. Immediately he said when his hands and his feet cleared that he knew that this was not the right choice. He made a mistake. And he's thinking on his entire the entirety of his descent. It's a far fall. That like he was up there for a minute. That this isn't like what have I done? What have I done? Like I all the problems that I've had are fixable. Like he was able to think clearly in, those in that descent. And so he hits the only and he breaks two vertebrae in his back. And he was like, uh, he said two centimeters or two millimeters, I, I forget, uh, from severing his spine, which would render him uh, paralyzed. paralyzed in the water. And so he broke his legs on impact because it's a very high. It's basically concrete. Yeah, you're hitting concrete and you're almost at terminal velocity. So, yeah, some, thing, some things are going to happen. The only reason that he survived was that somebody that saw him jump called one of their friends that was in the Coast Guard. And that person just so happened to be doing a route at that very moment by the Golden Gate Bridge. Really? And the person that got the call that was in that on this boat was right there because they he said he fell... Uh, when he hit the water, he he estimated that he was under the water at 70 feet. Yeah, 70 feet. Had to have been. And so when you hit, he said, when you hit that high, you you become immediately disoriented. Because you're hitting a fucking brick wall. So should have been unconscious, most likely. But yeah. But he yes. came to. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to drown. I don't know which way is up. Because at that, at that point, you don't know what the fuck's going on. And so... He said he never lost consciousness, but he he finally he saw something that he's just like I'm just going to go to this, and it was the surface. So seventy feet up, finally gets to the surface, and then he said he waited no longer than two minutes while just like bobbing, thinking that he was eventually just going to sink and and die because he's not feeling his legs. Yeah, and uh, this this boat comes by that's Coast Guard. Because this lady called their friend that said, hey, just to let you know, someone just jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge. And they're right there, picked him up, 
and did, he left. Did he? Did you? Uh, I don't know if you watched or read this, but or however you got your information. But did he talk about his bus ride to the bridge? Huh? He so he is it the same guy? I, it has to be. I okay. I mean, I would assume so. Well, I mean, not many people live. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So if it's not the same guy, then this is uh, different. Like I didn't bus. save the video. It was like I saw it, and I was just like. Because the more the morbid uh, the morbid curiosity of like when I was like super depressed and thinking about suicide every day I woke up when I was in Bloomington I would think about how much better I would feel not being alive yeah and that's I mean not wrong not wrong but like in that moment when I think now when I think clearly now and how discombobulated I was then. And just like going through so much shit and not having that lifeline, not having that per like I'm not putting it on anybody else, but I also don't think that there is validity in pulling yourself up by the bootstraps. What what people think. They're like, oh, you're sad, just get better. Like that doesn't exist. That does not exist. You need a support structure, you need constant you need almost constant care. I'm not saying you need constant care, but you almost you need people. At that mindset. You need yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you need people checking in on you. Yep. And I was surrounded by nobody, and I and I and I could have been, but I made myself almost like a recluse. Honestly, I like I I went to school. I quit my job, even though that was my only income. <laughs> I isolated myself because then I felt like a burden. And I remember thinking to myself. Oh my god, this is some fucked up shit. I remember thinking to myself, I I'm I'm I never really left my room other than to go to the bathroom. Um that I was just sitting there like playing World of Warcraft, <laughs> which was my escape. Saving grace. Honestly, and I was thinking that this would be the last room that I knew. Like your day was gonna come. Yeah, it's it's gonna happen. And that day is gonna come up. Yeah, like like every day is a really bad day. But a really bad day. Yeah, and I mean, I knew that like this would be it. Like I did. I knew at that moment that this would be it. (laughs) And I'm like, how fucked up this is. It's like I'm sitting in this really small room that isn't the best room of the apartment complex because that's my roommate. He had. Is that what all the sadness was about? They're not getting the best room, maybe. But like, I'm like, okay. So I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm sitting, I'm sitting here. I have my air mattress that I popped, so I'm really just sleeping on the floor. And I'm looking out the window. All I see is a carport. And I know that there's people existing outside of here that are much happier and they're like more managed and they're handling their life better. And and I'm like, I'm just. Why am I struggling so hard? And I remember like, okay, so I have I have finals this week. Oh, and I have a project due. And I'm paying all this money to go here. And I'm paying money to live here that I don't... And I hate being here. And, th- and I'm looking around. There's nothing on the walls. There's literally a desk, a computer, and a bed. And my clothes just strewn around. And I'm thinking to myself, like, this is the last room I'm going to inhabit. And 
which was kind of funny at the time because I thought like how fucking shitty this room was. <laughs> yeah, this room, <laughs> this room sucks. <laughs> and it probably had a smell. And uh, I remember like I would, when my roommate would leave, I would go steal his change to go. And I've never told anybody this Hell in my yeah. entire fucking Tell life. I've never, I've never told anybody you this. Text him. Like, hey man, I owe you like six bucks. <laughs> I, I owe more than that. I owe <laughs> yeah. more than that. Because he had a change jar. Oh yeah. And, but without that change jar, there'd be some nights I wouldn't eat. There'd be some nights that I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been able to take the bus to the Kroger to get ramen yep. without that. I would sometimes skip class because I knew that he would be going to work and I would go in there and take his change and then come back and be like, I, I could. And then I would take the bus that I would normally take to class and just keep taking it until it got to the Kroger and then I'd, I'd go get food. Uh, I would like I hate thieves and I hate stealing but it, but I did it yeah and I did it and like oh you got your ramen dude he'll be alright oh he's he's fine <laughs> I'm fine yeah I'm you're fine driving. you're thriving I'm fine like the evolution like you got I mean fuck if I would have told myself like right now like then that I would eventually be where I am and like financially stable at least and like mentally stable. Like, yeah, okay. I'd be like, no, I'm going to continue playing wow until I'm going to kill myself, Mm -hmm. which diverting back to like what we were talking about, the golden gate bridge, my method was to go into my, uh, my biology class was in the tallest building on campus. And it was, it it was like, no, no, (laughs) no, 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 no. My human biology class was in the tallest building on campus. And what I would have, what I was thinking that like I fucking do my, my final presentation. Right. And I like, you kill it. fantasize this. I kill lot. it. Oh, every day I thought about it. Being going to the very top, knocking the window out and jumping. That was my way. That's what made me think about, uh, I always have a fascination of people that jump to their death. I know that like we've talked about it like, oh, that's fucked up. But like my, my way of doing it was I was going to jump from the building that I held my, my undergrad in, which was the tallest building. And so I was just going to take the elevator up and just jump. And I never got to the point where I was taking the elevator up. I never got to that point. I got to the point where, um, I knew, it, like something happened. I don't. I don't even know what happened. Oh, I do know what happened. My parents were like, um, "You need to come home." Like we know. Like something's up. Yeah. Like so, when the semester ended, I just came home, and I was still paying. Like I remember coming home and living with my dad, and it being like, I'm still paying rent on my apartment. Down in Bloomington, which was like my portion was like 800 a month, which at the time was super expensive, especially like me not living there. And um, I was like, okay, well, um, I'm home. Immediately feel better because I, I'm surrounded by people that give a shit. Yeah. Like at least about me. Right. Alone. And I don't feel isolated and completely alone. And I, I feel immediately better. 
And then the next week, I find this job at in Fairmount. That's crazy that that's the timeline. That's the timeline. And that's why I give a shit about my job. Because it provided me something that I didn't have financial stability. And because, dude, there was two options, right? I was like, I know I need a job. I had an interview with Walmart, with Walmart Distribution. And I had this interview in Fairmount. And I was like, okay, the first one was Fairmount. So I go there. I get lost in Fairmount because I never go to Fairmount. And I finally find it. And I bullshit my way into a job saying, because I just needed any sort of income. I needed yeah. anything. And they're like, well, we need a bar manager. What I tell people is like, what I tell people when I say that I had no experience bartending or managing or doing anything, that's very valid. I didn't. But from what I was coming from, which would be suicidal Peyton, I'm going to fucking figure this shit out. And we discussed and it happened. And here I am, like almost eight years later, like, like that the money from that I made from that job saved me as much as I don't want to give a shit about money, but like, that's the God honest truth. Yeah. Coming from something that like I would. Dead up to your ears. Yeah, and that I was able to pay the rest of my my Bloomington, my Bloom, yeah, pay off the car, pay extra payments on my house, have dogs, take care of them, and like to see where I am now than I was eight years ago. That that should be the same. Not even eight years ago. Like I'm not hitting my stride now. Like it was almost immediate that the difference of just being able to uh, like afford living. And then, and then the things that I experience, the people I experience, meeting people. Like, if I didn't work there, like, do you think I ever met you? It's crazy how, like, when it, just like things happen. And I think that there's like the divine intervention of things happening. Like the fact that I took this yeah, job yeah. over over some factory distribution job was maybe one of the better decisions I've ever made without knowing it. And yeah, the fact that I've been able to like create something and be somebody in a, in an environment that I'm not familiar with, which being like Grant County and like the surrounding areas, like people know me, which is great, but like unnecessary because I'm still just trying to think about me in that moment. Like now, I'm still able to be able to. Uh, Your Grand County's best, baby, dude. I'm going for year two. I'm I'm going to back to back. You're gonna go back to back, baby. I better. And you know, it, life is so fucking weird, dude. And I don't know if there is a hand played in it or not, but if Joni wouldn't have came and had dinner at Applebee's that night, and if Danielle would not have waited on Joni, and if Joni wouldn't have been like, "Wow, you're a great server. You should come work for this." Restaurant just opened a few months ago or a year ago, whatever yeah. it was at the time. You know, and then she's like, Oh, well, I have a boyfriend that works here too. Blah, blah, blah. Bring him. All right. So then we go. And then, and then I wait on you and then I us. give you the worst service of all time. You just hated me. <laughs> and then Bart, you know, Bart has his fill applications and he's like, Actually, fuck that. You guys are hired. And that's how we're here right now. Otherwise, I probably would have went to Grains and Grill one time for dinner. Never go back. Uh, I mean, not very much. I wouldn't be able to afford to, but yeah. you know, I mean, I probably would never have talked to you 
Other than maybe like... Yeah, because there's no reason like in any sh- way, shape, or form that you and I would have crossed paths. You'd have been too busy. Well, no, no, no. Like not even that. Oh, but like, like, outside, but, like outside of that. Yeah, they're yeah, they're yeah. like... I don't like know the people that you hung out with. I don't go to World of Warcraft conventions. I'm a troll mage, baby. No, it wouldn't have. There would have been no. There would have been no way that those stars aligned, and that's like. And so yeah, you think about that, and you're just like, "Fuck." Life is literally in moments, dude. Like moments make the bigger picture. You have to. That's why you never take anything for granted, man. Anything, any moment, any fucking opportunity, any. Like you gotta weigh your options. You gotta, you know. That's what like. And that's yeah, dude. And that's what I was doing there. I was just like, okay, I could tell Joni that I have no experience being a bartender. That's not gonna get me the job. But like, what I was originally like, I was just looking for anything. I was like, busboy, dishboy. I, I like, I need money. Yeah. And and they were like, okay, well, we need a bar manager. You have restaurant experience. Uh, can you can you do that? Have you done that? Yeah, I have. That night, that fucking night, I went home, YouTube did like 25 most popular drinks. I bought pour spouts. I bought bottles to fill with water. And I just, I never poured a beer from a tap. Like, how fucking crazy. And then to be like voted the best bartender. Oh, yeah, dude. That's fucking. That's fucking wild. Yeah. That's wild. And I'm like, and I know that I'm good at it. I know that I'm good at it. I know you know you're good. And as you should. should And like, I make great cocktails. And I make, it's not so much just like the, like, like, yeah, you should make great cocktails. That should be it. But like, not only that, but like, I've, the people that I've met and that I've become super close they with. They come to see you. They come only to see me. Yes. And that's fucking wild to me. It is. Like without them, like without the Averys, without the Dickies, without Sonya and Didi. And like, it's just like thinking about them. Like they hold... They, they're in a special place for me because oh, like yeah. they've pulled me without them knowing they pulled me from like a spot that I don't ever in my entire life want to be in again. Nope. And that's why I work hard and that's why I do the things that I do. And that's why I manage financially so well. Like I like, yeah, I like spending money like everybody else, but like I will never be in that position again. No. Ever. I will force myself. Back. I'm not ever. Once you get out, and we've always talked about this, like especially when we hit gets possible, like man, that it's so scary thinking like, like we're gonna slip back in. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, like there's moments, yeah, yeah, like like relationships fizzle out and like fucking destroy you. But uh, the, the, the point is, uh, it's not that I'm worried about it anymore because I refuse. I yeah, absolutely I, refuse. Yeah, you're I will not. Dragging me back you're, you're not no. doing this again. We're not doing this Talking again. Talking to myself too. Yeah, I, you're I, not I, bringing me back. You're down. not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, me too. Because it's yeah. There's comfort in sadness. Oh yeah, there is. And we always talk. That's, we, that's yeah. like one of like that's why the podcast exists. Yeah. There's so comfort depressed. in that being yeah. that life is hard. Yeah. And it is hard. Like we're not disputing that life is hard. And it's harder for other people that we have no idea how hard it is. And we are the antithesis of being white straight male from East Central Indiana. And we're coming with a podcast that says, life's hard. It is. But when you think about it, the bigger the bigger idea, the only thing that you can control about is your life. That there's other people that, that if you have the opportunity 
to like be a part of their life and it being good and a positive situation. That's that, that is what it's about. That's what it's about. That is it. Like, I hope to bring to you what you bring to me. That, 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 that's, that's it. Goal. That that's is the it. Goal of the whole picture. <laughs> like, the whole like and then life isn't so hard. No, that's it. Life isn't so hard when you don't do it alone and you have somebody there that, that is actually going back to like what my mom was talking about when I told you, uh, when I told her that you had called me, that's what she said. She said, do something for somebody else. That is what she said. I, I'm just remembering now. That is actually great advice. She's like, okay, if you don't want to be in your head so much, do something for somebody else without expecting anything in return. Yeah. And I feel like that is like the best answer you could give. And I totally forgot it. And I feel like an Shut asshole up, now. Shut up, I feel like an asshole now. I feel like an asshole now. But yeah, you like, you have the ability to do something. Then. And speaking of, and this really ties back into the Golden Gate Bridge because um, when he was taking the bus to the Golden Gate Bridge, he left his house. He knew he was going there to kill himself. And he said he was sitting on the bus, bawling his eyes out, just crying. And he said it would just take, like, he just wanted one person. To be like, are you okay? Are you okay? And everybody just, you know, heads forward, maybe glanced at him. He's just like, if somebody would just say something to me, like that, like, I won't do it. And he's like, he's like, he even said, he's like, while he was sitting there crying, he's like, if somebody says something to me, I won't do it. You know what, you know what that is too? The forgive me book forgive me Larry Peacock which was a fucking incredible by the way I'm glad you enjoyed it he said if somebody just wished me a happy birthday none of this would happen yeah dude and like really like like that's it it's like you want to be seen you want to be seen (laughs) you want to be seen you want to be seen you do and like know that like what you're going through or not even that. Like you don't even have to go to like that far, but just like being like, you want to be seen. And hey, you alright, man? I know you're sitting uh, over. I know you're sitting over crying. Like, you got anything on your mind? It's like, like that, that alone. I mean, like I think that's just like the humility of people that we alienate. And it, so, like when I was talking about, like it's okay to be selfish about your own things, but like I remember going out to Philly. And like seeing, and it's like culture shock, right? You see people laying on like heated grates. Yeah. And like, I want to be like, are you? Can't. And you can't. You can't, but you should. Like what's, what, like what? Like, and, and I remember Amanda telling me like, like, no, no, no. Like leave, leave them alone because that's what she's from Philly. That's what she's used to. Mm -hmm. And me being like, I like this is a person. Yep. This is a fucking person laying on a grate, and I want to be like, "Are you okay? Like, what can I do?" Because I think you want to be like, "What can you do?" There and really I think situations where you just you, you can't, you can't, and that's what I struggle with, like what you can and can't do, and you can handle what you can do. Yep. But like, fuck, man. It, get, it, get, it gets to a point where it's like, why? 
I don't know. This is just like going deeper than what I anticipated <laughs> this <laughs> podcast to be because like, fuck. Like, I remember thinking to myself, it would be the same thing. It's like that guy that was going to the Golden Gate Bridge and someone just being like, are you okay? And fuck, like, I knew, I know my roommate knew I was miserable, but like, fuck, I was still in change from him. <laughs> like, 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 I wasn't expecting him to be like, hey, are you okay? Like, like, in his mind, he probably thought I was just like, he hasn't left his room. He probably just wanted me to talk to him. Yeah. Like, that's not his fault. No. That's not his fault. Like, I, I don't blame him for anything, but like, also, if I were in the opposite, I would like to think that if I were in the opposite spectrum of like, he, he has a job with IU. Like, he's not going to school. He has a job with IU. He's hey, like, hey, man, you want to go grab some lunch? Nothing. Fucking nothing. I was just paying rent. Living in his space. It's fucking crazy, man. Just robbing. I think I think that's what you like you think about. You 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 don't realize the impact that you have on people until it's like a moment that it might be too late. And I think when the too late happens is like things like when my friend KP killed himself. Mm-hmm. Like I like get nostalgic and I'll go through Instagram photos that I posted and he's like commented on everything or liked it. And I'm just like knowing that he's not here now. Like what, what would it have taken for him to not do that? Like what could I have done? And I think that's fair. If like anybody that you know personally is like committed suicide and thinking that like, I'm coming from a position where I've known what that feels like of wanting to be not here. You know, like we joke about like just sitting in your car and like turning it on. That was like our best running joke for so long. But like in theory, like I wouldn't have been opposed to it. No. Which is fucked. Like to not be here. And it's not even not being here is like the selfish part. It's like, I couldn't imagine my mom dealing with it. I couldn't imagine my dad dealing with it or my sister who's not even in the States hearing about it. And it's like you, I think it gets to a point where, especially when I was in Bloomington, that as guilty as I would have felt for them, that it didn't matter. It didn't matter. What's pulled me out and what actually, my dad listened to this, whatever, but. What saved my life was, uh, I'm not going to go into detail because it's not really to go into detail, but what, what saved me was like, no, my, my dad's going to find me. My dad's going to be the one to find me. And I was just like, I can't. Like, and yeah, but eventually there's a point where it's yeah, like, and I felt that. sorry, dad. Yeah, and I felt that when I was in Bloomington. Yeah. I was like, sorry, like, this, this isn't your yeah. fault. And that's like how many people have, fuck, dude, to, to to be able to get past that point of like. And then I'm so thankful yeah. for my dogs. Yeah. Because like there there'd be points like with like the breakup and, uh, just feeling isolated. Like like I feel like things come in waves, and I'm more. Now me personally, right in this very moment have better skills to adapt to the lower swings. If, if God, if whatever happens happens and I'm able to handle 
the lows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think yeah. that's the thing. It's like I'm able to handle it. I don't, I won't enjoy it, but I'm able to handle it now. But in that, in those moments where I wasn't able to handle it, I'm like, man, like these, these, these things, these living sentient beings require me to be alive so they can be alive. I was taking opiate with me. <laughs> There's that joke with like, uh, I don't know if you saw it, but like when the queen died, they're like, uh, the corgis are going to the incinerator. Yeah. 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 Like, I'd be like, I, I'd make a suicide note and be like, okay, listen, uh, Violet Ophie, I know you guys have many more years of being alive, but you're coming with me. <laughs> Sorry, I've decided. Sorry, you gotta come with me. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Very, very scary shit. It is. It's just like you get to the point where I think about like where we were maybe like two years ago doing this yeah. podcast. I remember there was a night that I stayed up all night and then came over here and did this podcast and I wasn't in a good spot. And it would it would have been right before I started taking Lexapro. And I'm thinking like like I don't want to like Lexapro, I was thinking maybe before uh, taking it that this would be the cure-all, fix-all. But like there's there, – it's not. And yeah. the, what you were saying earlier and – and I, I'm for anybody that like wants to just feel better because like nothing has happened that makes you want to be like, you know, like there's hope, like hope, yeah. is, <laughs> hope is hard to find. Uh, like I, I, and, and I, and I swear to God, everything, every day I almost feel like it's hopeless, not for me personally, but just like. Like, say, like, having a kid, right? Like, why would you want to bring a kid into this? Yeah. I mean, I still feel that way. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> me too. Yeah. I'm fucking 34 without a kid, and everybody that I know, mostly, for the most part... Um, they got, like, teenagers? Yeah. And it's not even so much, like, the idea of having a kid. It's just... If we're going based on, like, the, like the statistics of, of, like, what's going to happen, like, nothing... Is shown to be better. <laughs> like, no. and, and everything that's happened has made sense to be like, okay, well, this doesn't blow my mind. Like, as awful as it may be. Yeah. Um, you know, like, it's like, wow, how could this happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Callous to it is the best way to say it because you really are. You're callous to it. And I was telling my mom, I was like, so I don't know if you'd heard about it. The fucked up thing. Fucked up. So fucked up. That they're in Muncie in the Walmart. I want to say a couple months ago, there was a guy that got shot in the head in the parking lot, like the fucking Muncie Walmart. And I remember thinking, like, holy shit, that's fucking awful. Like Muncie, like I go to that, like when I lived there, we'd go to the Walmart all the time. So the guy that got shot was a guy I graduated with. Oh, he and his name was Sam, and it like. I didn't know it was him until like later and people were posting about it. And I'm like, there was no motive. There was no motive. This guy, he's pleading insanity now. This one shot him? Just came up and shot him in the head in his car. There was no motive. And shot in front of his wife and his kids. Oh! And then you think about like how fucked up the world is when stuff like that happens. And... 
I like Sam. I remember him in high school. He was a fucking goofball. Like I, I liked him, but he was a goofball. And like to think now that like his wife and his two kids, very young kids, like two years and younger. Oh, they're fucked for life. Are without their dad, and they saw this atrocious thing happen, and that's fucked. Isn't it? Like how quickly it could be like that. No, nothing. Wrong place, wrong time. That is what happened. You imagine if like they're like like like, like, like like oh hey, we, hey I need to go get some bread for my you want to go and then imagine us getting fucking shot. Fucking insane. Yeah. And so yeah, like that when it when it comes to like the title of like life's hard, yeah, life's hard. Life's hard. And, but life's unfair and it's just what you were saying earlier about like being in the moment now is the most important thing. And it's yeah. like if I could take that advice from when I was like going through it in Bloomington, I, I would have or I would have tried to do it. But the idea that also listening to anything when you're in that place is you might as well be talking to a wall. Oh, dude. Yeah. And if you try to give me advice, it's like, shut the fuck up. You don't know me. Oh my God, please just stop. <laughs> oh, go do yoga? Okay, great. Let's you, end it. You want to go eat? Yeah, let's eat. Let's go eat. eat? Let's right. go eat. Hey guys. Um, let's end it on a good note. <laughs> uh, love you. Love you. Bye.